Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the XYZ Podcast. Um, my name is Dean R, your host for today. Um, sitting here with my man, Christian Breaker. Hello. I'm sure you guys remember him. His beautiful face. It's on all the advertising on all the... <laughs> if you've gone on Spotify, you've seen his good-looking face. Although there is that weird serial killer look about him. <laughs> Harry yeah, as that, well. that picture is not flattering, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> and I'm also sitting here with uh, Harry Fox. What's up, Harry? Yeah, uh, doing good. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> processing that you just called me a serial killer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, handsome serial killer. I think there's a double thing there. Today's exciting, um, and we also got a problem that we're dealing with. Uh, the fact that we have three mics um, and four people, because today we're sitting with my friend Miriam. What's up, Mir? Hi. <laughs> it's the first time we've had a guest today, and uh, the reason for that will become important at a later point when we talk about what we're talking about. But we're also a very professional podcast that's not prepared <laughs> um, to prepared. Accommodate, accommodate a guest with a microphone. Yeah, exactly. At least you got a chair and a drink. You'll be fine. You know, I think it doesn't help that we're sitting on a balcony the size of a coin, a five franc coin, which are big, but not big enough for four people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think that's a dynamic. It makes it awkwardly intimate. <laughs> awkwardly intimate is the word. I'm okay. literally rubbing legs with both Harry <laughs> and Miriam at the same time. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, threesome yeah. <laughs> okay whatever uh, ask for consent harry that's a good segue into the topic today because today we're talking about the culture around um abuse of power in a sexual form i don't know if i'm summing that up right i think this is kind of the topic's kind of come in with the the chris De delia what's his name that comic delia whatever delia he was accused of um texting underage girls trying to sleep with underage girls i don't know the exact facts about it but I thought it'd be a nice like thing for us to talk about as male comics in that scene. Do we have power? First of all, not at all. I don't think <laughs> we do have groupies. I know Harry's got a bunch of groupies. Who's wants to go first? I mean, do you got groupies, Harry? Um, yeah. <laughs> what is, no, when, I, when I say the word groupie, what does it even mean to you? <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> I've never had. Maybe I have one groupie. It's but it's not really groupie. It's someone. Uh. It's someone, she's probably listening to this as well. <laughs> so I got to be very careful what I say. No, I think she's actually a super cool person. I don't want to see her as my groupie. It's just, she is far too young to be showing me that much interest. But also, but also, I, I'm, yeah. I mean, my protection is. <laughs> I don't want to see her as my groupie. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What is this? Because they're fucking. Because that's like there's something wait, wrong. I, wait, Harry. Wait. This is exactly. You're this like, the wrong direction. I did not think that one of us would actually be in that situation where we have a younger groupie. She's far too young. Oh no no! I knew that if anyone would be in that situation, it would be Harry. <laughs> fucking totally. But but the thing is, uh, um, well, so on one level, I've got a daughter who's 17. So all of this stuff passes through a filter of I have a daughter. Yeah. And so I don't know where the line is, but there are certain women who are of legal age where I'm just thinking this could be my daughter and I'm more, it's bringing out much more of a father than. Okay. Let me make a, let me make a quick disclaimer. In this case, it brings out. I don't want you to be like, I'm justifying stuff because that's not the case. We're not, no one's like accusing anything, but this is interesting because like as a person who's, uh, you know, dealt with being a comic and talked to like fans afterwards and perhaps like hit on a girl afterwards you know on a flirt and like thing. i don't ever want to be in that position where like i feel like i'm using or abusing power or my like position as a comic at all 
You know, I don't think it's it's like the worst thing. And I think every man kind of fears that position a bit to be accused or. Yeah, but but here's the thing. So here's my theory on this is that when you get on stage and you kill, you show something to women that they see very rarely these days is men having balls. And that's an attractive thing because most of the time we we're, we're wandering around being nice. And when you get on stage, it's true. We have, okay, maybe maybe a lot <laughs> no. aren't being nice. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But certainly, I've spent most of my life doing that, and it and it's you know and yeah. It's so so and the thing is like like for me, the state I get in on when I'm having a good night is it's a weird thing because I I've talked to people afterwards where they're like they're looking at me like wow, and it's just like. But at the same point, I could see how if you're doing a lot of comedy and you're at a level of like a crystalia, where you're getting big money and a lot of attention, that there could be corruption. Eventually, you're just going to be like, one day you're weak, and then you. <laughs> okay, I think I think we're jumping ahead as All well because right. okay, um, well, this well, is Miriam. Miriam's been to some of the gigs, and um, we brought her here to have her perspective as a very forward-thinking, independent woman i guess thanks dean thanks anytime um so Mur, what are your thoughts so far on uh this dynamic and harry's pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> um i i i don't uh, fault any woman who wants to affect someone who's performed well man woman otherwise i think the whole issue has to do with the reason why a woman speaks to a male comic is the reason because she wants to further her own career in comedy? Is it because that, uh, like, she's speaking for a different reason, or sorry, a different reason, or for a more professional experience? And instead, that manipulation and that power turns into something sexual and perhaps not unconsensual. So, someone who wants to fuck someone because they like killed it on stage, like, go, <laughs> go for it. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I guess for context's sake, Miriam, you're from New York. Yes. Um, I'm sure you've been to a bunch of gigs, a bunch of comedy. You've seen a bunch of comedians. I've seen like, comedy. Some real comedy. <laughs> I've you, seen comedy. There's never been a moment you've felt uncomfortable or experienced anything like that, right? I've never wanted to be a comic. But I mean, like you've you've been to a comedy club. There's never been anything strange. What do you mean by strange? Like, I mean, like, there's never been a situation where, even not at the comedy, even, like, in, in life, where, like, you meet someone you admire. Uh, it could be, like, I don't know, university lecturer or something, and you oh, fell out. Have I dealt with sexual harassment? No. As, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when you want to talk about general life I experience? Mean, can, can, this, I, wanted to, I want to dissect something that you said before, because um, I think this is not just something that is relevant to comedy. I think what what Dean was was going for um the way that he described it was more about like there there's an there's a, a concept of power, I I reckon. So um people that um are they they are on stage or they are in a position of power that people look up to and that creates a certain dynamic and then uh, people want to interact with them. That was a lot. I think Dean's just wants to hear about sexual harassment. Let me let me justify. <laughs> wait, wait, guys. Let me justify this. It's because as a man, I'm sure as you know, most women deal with sexual harassment on a daily basis more than I ever would. And I'm trying to find a relatable point where I've dealt with someone in a in a position of power over me that has sexually harassed myself. Because I have had those experiences too. 
but I don't think it's anything compared to what a woman goes through on a daily basis, ever. Yeah, Dean got raped by his doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the good old doctor put his finger in my bum. No, I, I, I think I think that's something that we understand nowadays is that the fact that um, women, like I don't know any woman that wouldn't say uh, that wouldn't say, um, oh yeah, no, that totally happened. And I, I, I don't know a single woman that would go forward and say, like, no, I have never been harassed in any shape or form. I think. Me neither. Right? Absolutely not. And I don't know. I think that you're saying now you wouldn't know that. And I think that started at me, too, that people felt like they could say it. Um, but I don't know any woman who has not had some form of sexual harassment. Of course not. Um, there's a general wide culture. But if we're talking about something about power, which mm. on stage... If someone's just interested and wants to know a person better because they were funny and they were cool, that is that is a space where it can get murky, where the comic might see that as a sexual advance or might just want it to turn into that. Um, but honestly, I don't want to take away the power of any individual who wants to fuck someone because they did really well. No, and that's what I'm what I'm getting to because I think um, the, the the concept of power in, in the dynamic is is a weird one and you have to tread lightly but there is obviously attraction because otherwise we would never fuck so at, at some point that 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 whole attraction bit kicks in yes. and and it, it's regardless of if someone was was performing well uh, on stage it's basically just another catch uh, uh, chat up line sorry yeah i think i think i feel particularly guilty around this topic is because my mom was you know a very strong woman she raised me in a sense that like I should never treat a woman badly and I'm very thankful for her because she had a very strong opinion about it and she I feel like she instilled some really good values right so like I always approach these situations with a sense of guilt or I'm always scared like because I never want to be the one to be accused of being you know aggressive sexually or overbearing on a woman and I would never kind of force myself into anyone even on a flirtation basis you know so if someone like after a gig is talking to me and I feel like it's flirting there's always at the back of my mind like am I doing a wrong thing am I saying something wrong and even when I like will comment on a, a, a comics like a female comic I'll be like oh you look good today you know you're looking good and I say that a lot to a lot of people but in my mind I'm still like you shouldn't say that to a woman mm. you know it's like a weird guilt thing going really? yeah really I love you. I was like, look you good. look good, bitch. <laughs> can I can I tell Minus you a story? The bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you a story about this? There, um, when I was maybe in my late teens, um, I had I had a friend um, talking about um, how she would walk home late at night and that it was awkward. How um, especially Swiss men don't know how to keep their distance. And I caught myself. I ca nodding from Mary. <laughs> yeah. <this> point, <laughs> no, it, it, this is. It, it, it was. It was super strange for for me. The way that we we were we were sitting uh, in a pub and having a couple of beers, and she was basically saying like, I, I walk home, and I know that these are not necessarily the predators that we all talk about, but Swiss men have a tendency to just walk up way too close, or and uh, without even having any interest or anything like that, but are not conscious of the fact that especially. Uh, women um, are fearful walking home because of all the bullshit that is happening. So why the fuck not go to the other side of the street? Or lay back. or Wait, just Yeah, just take a step back. And this is the first time when I got conscious of my behavior um, towards women, where, like, where it became 
very clear that I was mistaken that way too. Yeah. In in your experience, Murray, what's the difference between like New York and here in terms of these situations? Is there a which which is creepier? Oh, uh, Switzerland is a hundred percent more creepy. Wow, um, okay. I know. I I so in New York, and I will say in New York, even though it's huge, you find your bubbles, you find your people. It's not as if I'm interacting with the entirety of it, nor will I represent all of it. But in within the groups that I spend time in and the places the people that i have sex with and all of that consent is a conversation that people have they actually use the word people will like ask can i fuck you which isn't a bad thing i think that's a great thing to say yes and it's not it's not a mood killer either if you say it right um here consent is not part of the conversation at all I have not dealt with a Swiss man sexually who knew how to ask what they wanted from a sexual experience. They just acted. Do, do you have an idea why that is? I don't think there is a history or a cultural uh, experience of reckoning in Switzerland for most anything. <laughs> wow sorry was that too broad <laughs> i'm not making any generalizations but <laughs> no i i genuinely think because everyone is is very polite and everyone um is is barely offensive but still underlyingly creepy offensive um that there hasn't been the need to upheave like the upheaval that's happened in america I, I know for a fact I came here um, the summer after Me Too and I was hearing how people were mocking it. Like, oh, they're Me Tooing everyone. And I'm like, ugh, this is so, like such a dramatic overreaction. And I was like, really? Because you guys, you guys have things too. I don't, I don't really understand. We are great at shoving stuff <laughs> under the carpet, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's an interesting thing because, because uh, like I had to train my daughter to deal with this stuff. For, for a time, she had a school journey where it would take her on the 32 bus through Langstrasse. And she'd come back in the end of the day with a story like, there was this guy staring at me. And, and that was really difficult for me to navigate. Like, what I, taught, what I taught her, like, was not to feel afraid. So what, what she started to do was, if some guy was staring at her, she'd give him an, just a death stare and snap him out of it because usually it's just someone who's thinking with their dick and they're not and the moment like human contact is made it's like oh shit and then they look away but on the other level i had to teach her that in a way that it's not like men are evil because i don't want to uh, you know like no i don't think that that generalization works at all i don't but think it, but yeah, that same, helps yeah but at the same yeah. level how she and she seems to have figured it out, but at the same point, like at random, any time in the town, there could be some creepy motherfucker just giving her, like, looking at her tits, not her face, or not, or looking at her in a weird way. I'm, I, I think we're, we're we're speaking about the walking in public here, and I, I didn't actually address that at all. I I don't think I have the clearest um, perspective because I'm ready to come at anyone as a New Yorker, and I have. <laughs> okay. um, and my favorite story from when I before I even lived in New York, when I I, I was 18 and I lived in Vintitur after growing up in Philadelphia, and a car of Albanian Swiss dudes because I I stayed in Tus, which Tus represent, um, <laughs> and uh, they they slowed the car down and started. And it's really, it's late at night, I'm walking alone. 
it annoyed me. It didn't give me any fear. Like I knew, so I turned around as a as a Swiss-looking person and said, "What the fuck do you want?" And they were very shocked and drove away. But I understand here there isn't a lot of experience for women, enough experience for women to stand up for themselves because things are more subtle. That it's hard to sort of direct how to be strong in a moment or how to deal with a moment. While I've absolutely dealt with so many that Swiss do, do you reckon, dudes are. Meh. Do you reckon that is um, the, the the quality of dealing with conflict? I would. Absolutely, say the Swiss do not know how to deal with conflict. There we go. Okay, so it's it's, it's okay. Podcast so closed. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is, is that sexual harassment it happens in like a passive-aggressive style. It's like it's passive harassment. I just don't know if women have been empowered to stand up for themselves the same way that they have been of late in America or in general in a more yeah, okay. aggressive space. It's like the, the the right to vote, you know, the, the, <laughs> all of those issues combined. It seems like a deep cultural embed. You know, the Swiss deal with a lot of these issues where like things are instilled culturally from a young age and they deal with it for their whole lives. I mean, these these issues come across in all different countries, like South Africa too. You know, we have a very aggressive masculine society as well. Mm. And women are sub like subpar to men in general. You know, I'm not saying specifically. And I'm, that, I mean it in a sense that like, of course, women. I mean, they're seen as. There was an interesting <laughs> moment. In I would like you to phrase <laughs> that. Uh, like I want to be sure that you don't see them as a Of course, par. I okay, don't. Of ahead. course, I don't. This but is my Dean, observation. Dean just thinks he's a little bit better. <laughs> just a <laughs> little just taller. Just subpar <laughs> to me. All right, no this, big is, deal. this is something that shocked me as well, and also because I have a sister and a mother, and they deal with these things as well. So it's like it's first race that like subpars people, creates like a hierarchy system. And then comes like a, 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 you know, a sex issue as well. And I've noticed it a lot in Afrikaans culture. Shout out to Afrikaans. They're going to hate me for this. But they're, they're very they conservative old school. And in, in, yeah, in a way, they're a lot like um, the Swiss in that sense, where they're aggressively sexual. And the, the Afrikaans women have developed, much like New York women as well, from my experience, developed like a sense of strength and, and fight because they have to adapt. The, the whole I, I think the um the liberation or uh, feminism in general in Switzerland came in way later than to compared to any other country uh, around us and i I'm, I'm not sure like a, a lot of um uh, a lot of these things have a historic background so when um the the, the feminist movement in the uk for example was very much um enforced or came came into play after the war um, because all the women started working during that time right yeah there, there was a, there was a huge move that um, women were put into the labor force and then they kind of they didn't ask for the for the voice they basically demanded it they went out and said like I have a yeah, voice now suffrage yeah I had um, the uh, this experience like uh, I was working with an old man when I was um, uh, 17 18 years old um, he was um, um, uh, he he lost a leg um, and he was like 82 or whatever and I, I was uh, helping him buying stuff like after school kind of thing and he was married to the first woman that worked at Credit Suisse so he told me this story about how in the 60s wow. and 70s, Credit Suisse hired the first employee 
front desk. 60s and 70s. What? It's fucked Christ. up. It's fucked up. This was the first woman. But there's woman. so much pride in that moment. And you're just looking at him like, are you, wow. are you for real? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's but that's interesting. So in other words, it's again, it's because Switzerland kind of missed the war. Yeah, women we, we never missed had that. the war. Yeah, <laughs> we, sh- we should have really gotten bombed to shit to yeah, give you women the like, power that they should have. Let's be real. They did not miss the war. They were already the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh but if all those men had been killed, then there would have been jobs for women. I, I don't think Which it has to do. No, 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 no. This is not. No, this is not what happened. This is not what happened. Women really got pushed into the labor force. Not because all the men got killed, but because there was not enough labor to actually produce weapons. Yeah, the, all so the men were off on they, in they had to. They, they were put into the labor force, and that actually um, brought some form of power. I'm strongly shortening the the, the whole yeah, aspect the of suffrage. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah the, I think suffrage actually began before that. There yeah. was someone yeah, yeah, yeah. way before that. We, sh- we should not dwell too much on history. I feel like none of us can command a lot no. of uh, authority <laughs> on it. But I Random do, I do would, made up facts. I would totally agree that Switzerland That's is never significantly it. behind. The, yeah. word, the word commanding authority <laughs> from you. <is laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I mean, even the word feminist. Do you know, I've not met a Swiss man who said, I'm a feminist. I've oh. not met a single Swiss man. I've asked, and they said, well, you know, um, it depends on what you mean about feminist. You mean that women should have power over men? And I'm like, of course not. Oh my God, I can't believe we're qualifying, but I simply have not met a single one. And... In New York, you're annoyed by that asshole who's wearing the feminist tee because you're like, ugh, showboating. He's just trying to get some yeah. pussy. Like, no big deal. <laughs> like, I want to throw like, fists you at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even I'm a an single ally. human. Women see it too, you fucking white knight bastards. <laughs> just like fucking act it. Don't say it on exactly. your tee. Like, did you? How much? Thirty dollars for that tee? Come on. There is a group. There is a group specifically here in Zurich that uh, calls themselves the feministen, the feminist. Um, which is growing in numbers, but still small. And oh. and um, there was about nine months ago, um, there, there was a big um, thing on, on Swiss television, Arena, like that, the whole political debate stuff, um, where uh, it was about equal pay. Hmm. And uh, the feminists were represented by a man. Wow. <laughs> Good move, guys. The PR, the PR team was really strong Marketing in that. department. <laughs> no, but uh, I think you, you're right. Like the concept of feminism um, amongst men um, is definitely not strong enough. It is not. But to me, it's interesting. Actually, that you really make me think there because, like, I'm on a, I'm on a like, like growing up in England, I had a strong mum too, uh, and. To me, I think the England I grew up in is that is that the idea that women are equal was just so given that it was occasionally shocking to see people being sexist, like the world I grew up in. And so where I am on this and where I, like the reaction to some of the like deplatforming uh, cancel culture is to me, there is a level there of feminism going too far where people are kind of man- exploiting that men and women. But then now you get me thinking in Switzerland, of course, they're like way down the curve. So, yeah. I, I want to just, I want to say that for the most part, sexism isn't coming in overt and obvious ways. I don't feel that I deal with 
obvious sexism, well, in Switzerland a bit more, but that's not what I confront. I confront the subconscious, unconscious reality of dismissing me, cutting me off, of um, making something, <laughs> something I said seem uh, laughable or invalid. I think not asking for consent for certain things. All of this is the is the demonstrable sexism because the the saying the, the real sexist shit that we is easy to point to is something we know that is shit. And unless you're a total asshole, you're not doing. It's that you haven't confronted the part of you that is dismissing either yourself as a woman because you have internalized it, or as a man, being like, you know what? Maybe I never challenged that part of me. And uh, we've brought you onto our podcast because we're allies. <laughs> <laughs> you, actually, Should I buy you T-shirts? Should I buy you T-shirts? When you when you said I don't like men cutting me off, all three of us thought we got to cut her off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know this is going to happen at some point in this podcast. <laughs> we, but we all showed restraint. That was beautiful. I'm not going to applaud you for okay, it. That's, that's <laughs> enough, Mer. That's enough. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gave you a little platform. <laughs> Should I go home? Laundry. We're Where's the, where's the oh, kitchen? No, um, we're all hungry. Harry's very so. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, we went there. Of course. <laughs> oh God. So, our, but uh, uh, Dean, maybe uh, maybe that we should go. We, we should go to to that original question. Are men assholes? Specifically, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> are, 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 I think that's men, better. Yeah, let's go linguistically. With that. Are men pieces of shit? I think I think it starts like this. If I analyze it. From my perspective, I think men at the baseline are animalistic in nature, sexual predators, deep by default, right? We're out to get laid. We're out to... I'm talking like primal. Harry, don't look at me like that. I'm talking primal nature here. It's a man's job to go and, you know, get laid, whatever, across all the spectrum, right? And I think that because of modern society, because we're decent human beings, we have to overcome those primal urges and primal nature and be better people for it. I don't know. I kind of agree and kind of don't. I like. I've never had any urge to rape anybody. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not really sure. This escalated no. way too no. quickly. We because no. that's what you just said. No. Basically, you said no. naturally we want to rape everybody. That's but not what I've we've learned, learned at not all. to rape. That's, that's basically actually on a level. It's true. Look, I, I would put it oh like God. this. I, can I put it in a different sense? I think are we pieces of shit? Yes. But we're supposed to be because, and I'll use a non-sexual example. So I played rugby at school uh, when I was like 16, 17. And which, which private school did you go to? <laughs> I went to, yeah, well, it was a private school, but it was a Quaker boarding school. It oh, wasn't like a... Quaker? Me too. Yeah. Men only? Oh, another bro Yeah, there it is. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's we'll a whole We'll chat about conflict. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irrelevant to the topic. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it wasn't like a Prince Charles private school. It was, oh, they're, they're called public schools. And no, it was, but we played rugby and there was a few times where, like, like when you annihilate someone with a tackle, it brings out this side to you as a, as a, as a teenage boy where you're like, Rah! like this, this, this so animalistic rage. And that is part of being male. It's like we have testosterone. And if you're going to, if anyone wants to tell me like, yeah, you should be, no, you have that shit. And the point is, is that can you as a human being channel that and control it? Yes, you totally can. You don't have to be a fucking, you don't have to, and you don't have to be <laughs> raping anybody. But this is what I'm getting at. Like Please if you look don't. at history. But there is something about 
that thing is your it's a beast we and and if you look yeah if you look at where human beings have come from we the all amount have, of raping i think and hopefully has dropped a bunch yeah but if even <laughs> if you look at second world war like shout out to all the americans here your grandfathers <laughs> your grandfathers when they arrived in germany went on a raping spree and, and and my grandmother came this close to getting raped. We, we, my grandma's we Jewish. She didn't go anywhere. The other one was Swiss and questionable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to bang grandma. Um, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, I think the, the term rape was now mentioned yeah, about gotta, 25 times in the last... Off the rape here, can we, yeah, can we back off rape and just talk simply about... What what behavior is is supported and validated that actually promotes that kind of rar <laughs> in uh, inappropriate moments, right? That's I don't question. think that culturally men know when have been taught when to check it. When if you're in a rugby game, all right, everyone showed up and they knew what the rugby game was about. <laughs> if you're drunk at a party, that raw is not not meant to be there. <laughs> and so knowing what it means to be a testosterone-filled athlete as opposed to a man dealing with people in a social environment is th that distinction needs to be made women have learned men can i know we don't have as much testosterone but we have dealt with a lot of things and have accommodated a lot of things men it's their, it's men's turn are they pieces of shit maybe <laughs> but i don't think that they're lost causes i i, t I <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is what, like, you guys are dijecting from the point here. I wasn't saying that, oh, yeah. Okay, look, as men, we've been rapey in general in history, throughout history, right? I think we live in a better time in terms of all aspects of our lives. You know, equality, um, science, medication, whatever, sexuality as well. We're getting to a point. Of course, it's taking us far too long to understand that we're all humans. And I think Sweden's on par with this more than anywhere. Hmm. How the way they kind of raise their children to be all-inclusive and there's no kind of gender to it. Not that I agree with the, the idea of removing gender from the conversation, but I think it's like more progressive. What do you what feel you? about it? No, I know. <laughs> you can't just say you don't agree and not actually say something. What, about the idea that we can't distinguish gender? Not can't, that we choose to leave it's, it a bit open. I'm happy with the idea of leaving it open. This is getting do interesting. Do I feel like we should remove the, the, the concept of gender? I don't think removing it is even possible it's not in this help. day and age. Yeah, that, this is what I Sweden's find myself going agreeing for. with Miriam too much. I want to find something because <laughs> I thought you were about to say something that was I was going to have an argument yeah. with you about. Okay, it's right. weird because in my mind, you guys are on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Weirdly, we fist pump twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're Quakers, man. It's the Quaker <laughs> Illuminati here. Um, I I just think there there is a misconception um, amongst men. Maybe it's specific to Switzerland. Maybe it's in other places too. There is a misconception that you can't be a man if you are not this raw gorilla fucking retard. Um, sorry. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Okay. You're allowed to use the word um, retard. No, in that you're context. Not. no, no, no. I think you're no, you're not. No. Okay. So <laughs> there is a misconception that you you have to be this gorilla uh, ape man all the time mm. and only then you were perceived as a man and i think um we were n never taught to be 
that like to, to be more layered maybe because what what you don't want um in say a heterosexual relationship is just a, a bag of potatoes that fucks you you basically want <laughs> God, right that visual is impressively painful. it's a really swiss reference <laughs> they don't no, like tomatoes they like potatoes know do, the line do, do, do you know do you know what i mean it's yeah. d- it's just like um that th- there is certainly a, a, a nature that comes with it but there is also an understanding of when that applies and when it doesn't so that a bit it comes with macho culture it comes with this whole fucking alpha bullshit it's i'm i'm hating these cunts that are driving around uh bellevue with their big fucked up cars all the time i mentioned this before it's exactly that it's just showing penis all the time and so just step away from that for a second and you are halfway decent well to me the to me the image on this is i actually just came to me while we were talking just now is that like in English culture, you have King Arthur and the knights, and that's what men should be aspiring to. And within that, these what going uh, for protecting a ma- women because they can't protect themselves? No, no <laughs> nothing to do with women. No, I was going for the magic Easy. sword. Fucking oh. people, it's, it's like just a penis fixation, <laughs> massively so. Take Everyone puts their sword on the table. Can you take okay. it out? Okay, motherfuckers. Look, here's multiple things that you didn't know about King Arthur. First of all, if you read that shit, it's all about honor and respect and loyalty. Then you've got like a round table. The genius of King Arthur was they had a round table, which meant... No one they, was sitting on the head yeah, of the table. exactly. It was not a fucking alpha shit. It was uh, all equals. And there are a lot about the ideals of that. And you can probably go back to like the Greeks and stuff. That How many women sat at that table? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so what? <laughs> No, no, this is the point. No, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, and I do, I do believe that respect is the fundamental, basic place of any of this. But just general chivalry will only get you so far. I think what we're not touching on is feelings. I think that women's feelings are often dismissed, and men's feelings are also dismissed by themselves, right? Yeah. So when you have people who are not regarding their feelings and so instead they react in anger or depression or just general like an absurdly aggressive response as opposed to having been supported in their feelings having been loved for their feelings wanting to have been heard and then you have women who have feelings saying i did not feel comfortable with that everyone's dismissing everyone's feelings so i i hear what you're saying that like there should be a table there should be a space for respect and chivalry but there also should be a place for people to feel comfortable to talk about how they feel and men for the most part women actually have been able to talk about their feelings the whole time if they're heard or not but i think men have not had the kind of opportunity to feel like themselves and feel Mm -hmm. like a man and also love themselves for being emotional and being able to express themselves and the moment that happens i mean rape's far less likely no i mean i mean actually i was looking this up on the way here because like you've touched on a a really interesting topic like like globally so i check this out on wikipedia men kill themselves 1.7 times more than women and then if if you look at the ranking by country you have places like poland where it's like for every woman that kills herself, like six men killed themselves. I don't know what the fuck they're doing in Poland, but uh, but I mean, and there's a strong Me Too culture in Poland. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But 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 the thing is, it, yeah, it, it's like that's something that's took. It took me forty years to learn that one is not bottling up your feelings, but and and it 
and it took going through brutal suffering to the point where I needed to talk like urgently and okay. yeah can I, okay um I, I like the way that how, how you described um uh, the, the feelings part but i think um women's feelings are dismissed and men's feelings are ignored and this, this is this, no there's a difference there and because women's feelings are dismissed because women express their feelings and we we have a tendency as men to basically go like oh no she's emotional or whatever you know these terms that were used and they're super hysteric, yes, hysterical wow. fucking horrendous mm -hmm. men ignore them yeah of course which is so it's it's a completely different ball game um and equally horrendous it creates it, it creates a vacuum and it creates a certain um a, a loss of self in a way because you're sure. not allowed to uh, you you think like indians don't cry that's that sort of bullshit kind of behavior Do, have you never heard that phrase yeah would trigger, use it trigger word trigger <laughs> triggered no, it's 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 a horrible it's a horrible saying and it's it's racist and all sorts i i, I get that indian first nation First Nations don't cry. First Nations oh. yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Red Indians. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are, you, okay. what are you talking about here? Indians don't cry. I've never heard no, that. No. Have you never heard this? No. So um, th this is something that is being said when when you, when I was a young kid. It's like, no, um, you, you have to be a strong man. Men don't cry. It, it kind of comes from that sort of... Um, What's the reference here? The reference? Like, Indians don't cry. What does that mean exactly? It, uh, it, it comes from fucking Vinatu. I don't know. Like, it, it's... Oh, like strong, like Indian, like cowboys and yeah, Indians. Yeah, cowboy and Indians, Indians don't cry. Uh, Indians don't cry. You have to be the strong man. They are, yeah. We, we are. There's American spirit, cigarette, oh. tobacco on the. Um, with, with a That's huge, why I said First Nation. With, Thanks, with, uh, with a huge racist logo on. Thank you, American um, Spirit, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Washington Redskins, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, so, um, th 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 there is there is this whole thing. What what I want to get to is that. There is an indoctrination amongst males, and I still it I still think it happens now um, that we are to a certain part not allowed to. It's not of expected course. of us to actually get in touch with our feelings with my female side. Yeah, but uh, because uh, because then it, I I, I'm, I mean I'm, I don't think that I don't really think that 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 binary is important. It's not your female side. It's no. the part that you've been denied. It, it, no, but yeah. that, that's and the it, point. And when you make it a female side, then somehow it's weak. But I'm, which I'm of gonna, course is false. I'm going to cut this off here because there's two sides to this. There's one is a culture that oppresses it. But try this with your girlfriend, Christian. I, I'm going to do this on stage at some point. If you want to find out, if you're with a woman and you're thinking about having children, you want to find out how she's going to be when you have small children, you do this. <coughs> you fake a three-day man flu. On day one, here's what you're going to get. Oh, oh, you're feeling okay? Oh, oh, let me, what can I do for you? Day two, you're still in bed. You go, oh, I feel like shit, I can't. She's like, silence. There's just a silent day. Day three, you wake up, there's a shotgun in your face. She's like, get up, motherfucker. 
that person is who, you, and that's what will happen. No, okay. You're saying all <laughs> women I, will be like that, yeah, or you're yeah. saying avoid the woman who does that? I'm saying a lot of women will do that. Ah, because that's I think, no, I, I call you out on this. This is bullshit. I think it's bullshit. This is too. absolute bullshit. I, I'm so sorry for the relationships think, that you have. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have rough. never, I'm so I have sorry. never <laughs> experienced. I have never experienced Most, this. I, and I would frankly, this is okay. This I'm gonna say this. I will not regret it in any shape or form. The 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 women that I have dated uh, in my life have all been very strong um, and very feminist um, p people that I highly appreciate for their opinions and none of them has ever put that sort of behavior in have front of me. Have you ever done a three-day man flu? I've had a, a fucking five-day, two-week fucking man flu. Were you I mean, if you're hospitalized... Yeah, that's a different story. But the thing is, the thing is, I think most women don't like men being weak. I think that what you're touching on is that the culture isn't singularly a male-imposed male experience. That men, yeah. dads are not the ones who are the only like influencing factors in a young young boy's life to say like, you know, buck up or like like don't cry or no, stop crying, it's okay. Like no, 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 be strong. You're saying that women have also been indoctrinated and that we also have a cultural yeah. conditioning. And I also, I would agree with that, but I also don't think that it's a general man flu standard. Well, I think we all need to confront the shit that we've grown up with. Yeah, but I, so my, my thought on this is, I don't know how much you're into evolutionary biology, but I think there is a level of this, which is whatever it's programmed it's like it's like uh, we don't have huge predators that we need to be defended from i think it has to do with culture okay but uh, ah no this is ah, now we're a disagreement okay so have you ever been on tinder yes okay what how would you do you do you do the height thing i'm quite short so like, height um unless you are within like i'm five Oh, I'm, uh, I'm speaking you? to you. You understand. I'm I'm five three. So unless you're uh, shorter than five six, like my standard is. Mm. Yeah, but you'd have it. You have it. Though. I I'm I'm not saying. So we we I I think that comes from evolutionary biology. I think that it comes. No, I think that has to do with cultural conditioning. Really? Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure to a degree, the idea of being supported by a strong man exists from evolutionary conditioning. But I don't think we have a valid crutch to lean on on that. And I think that we keep that up easily because of a dynamic we've seen with our parents and our grandparents. And further, we've I, seen this. I don't think it's cultural at all. Because uh, as a very tall guy, I heard that tall people do have a lot more sexual partners than shorter, shorter men. How do you feel about that? I feel good, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lucky in that sense. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think it's Dean, Dean is like 10 feet. Like, yeah, um, but two feet. Which, no. which equates to 20 meters. He was going to say two feet between the legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 10 feet in the height, you know, two centimeters in the legs. That's, that's the rule. That's, uh, yeah, that's one inch. Um, Thank you, Italian heritage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even one inch. It's two thirds of an inch. <laughs> See, this is the kind of attitude that women standard. deal with on a daily basis. It's just Igor and... <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> uh, Can I just say, I think one thing, <laughs> so this is going to get awkward now. I've always found it fascinating that, like, if you go through dating and you, you get to know a guy and you have three, four, five dates, then comes, if you decide to sleep with him, then comes the moment of the big reveal. I haven't and seen his penis. 
Yeah, and that is uh, that is like fucking about playing the in lottery. General. Talking about in general. Oh yeah, no, 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 no he Bean, was. But yes. in that moment, that moment is. Oh, but I can actually. This is not helpful to this topic, but I can usually tell, uh, by you an inch or how so, <laughs> how big a dick will be. By their behavior. But yeah. This Absolutely. Use your wow. I have a weird. I have a. I. I don't. <laughs> a dick says. Is this, I don't mean to flex. I don't mean to flex. It's thick dar. It's like a spidey says, but for dicks. I think it, dick it, it really. I have sense, not been sense. proven wrong, and it has to do with a certain amount of ego. It has to do with how comfortable they're being touched in certain ways. It has to do with the way how quickly they want to fuck you. There's <laughs> there's a really lot of factors. Please, please enlighten us. Here. Oh wait. No, how, I, how quickly I, they want to fuck? Okay, let's yeah, go with that. No, it's like, like do they want? Do you? The bigger dick is gonna want to fuck you early. Because it's a it's a some selling point. It's a it's a shower. <laughs> no, there's a difference between shower and grower. No, it no. doesn't matter because when you fuck someone for the first time, they're they're hard, so it's not. <laughs> well, like, it depends. <laughs> don't talk about it. Don't say it. Don't say In it. In your experience, don't say it. Don't talk about no, it. No, but it has a lot to do with the way that a man shows up, and it's not. And it is because they've been told their whole life that the size of their penis matters. And I don't know if that, I agree with that, and I don't know if that's fair, and I think that there's a lot of bullshit that comes with that. I don't like that men carry that weight, because the truth is women have a lot of shit with their bodies, and I wouldn't want the same thing on men the same way I wouldn't want it on women. Okay. That being said, because it's a cultural norm, because people react to it, I can read them. As best as I have thus far. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary's a dick whisperer. <laughs> dick whisperer. We bit. <laughs> I mean, but it's funny because because uh, all right, oversharing here, like like <laughs> here it comes. Like on the on the one <laughs> level, the only working dick here is mine. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I like to bring that up every episode. But I know I've only got a few good dick ears left on me. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> and this gives me a this certain a level of like, we gotta get things moving. Like my dick is only gonna be this good for so long. <laughs> okay. You have a ranger dick. It's not a good dick. What is a ranger? Do we need to like, need proof right now? You know how people in the UK <laughs> don't have great teeth? <laughs> it's the same <laughs> <hygienic> problem. Fucking <laughs> the Swiss one um, love that fondue smell, man. So does it? But okay, but then does it all come down to the dick? No. Is that what we're talking? It about? has to do with the ego. It depends on the day, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but there's yeah. a strong connection between dick and ego, basically. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I'm so saying Donald if Trump? someone... Oh, I can't speak to that motherfucker. Tiny, I haven't done, tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny penis. Ego. No, it has to do with what I'm... It's the same thing as... Uh, I've talked to a friend. She's beautiful and she's about 5'11". And she will not date anyone shorter than her. Not because she's not attracted to them, but because they always end up having an issue with being shorter than her. They oh. bring the ego issue. Mm, right. And so uh, okay. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to say relate. that it's like the size or whatever. It's when you bring that, that problem, that sort of complex to the dynamic, I have to handle it and I'm not trying to deal with your feelings before I even really know you. I want to I want to talk about your feelings, but I am not here to take care of you because you brought a lot of dick shaming or height shaming <laughs> to the sexual encounter. I thought we were just gonna fuck. Like I don't know why this is. Uh, I was I was hoping I was hoping you were bringing this to the table because this has nothing to do with is, height. Now we're in the good shit. Wait wait wait. <laughs> this has nothing to do with height, and I'm I'm glad that you mentioned this because this has also to do with 
um, the, the, uh, a woman's position. The, the, the height is a physical aspect, yes. but when uh, a woman is successful, for example, she's much more unlikely to actually date. Yes. And I, I, had, I had friends who, who, um, who were very successful in their careers or whatever. I'm just going to interrupt. Dean and me are thinking about the position joke at this moment. Position joke? Okay, it was just me then. <laughs> a I'm woman's a, position. I'm, I'm glad. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you make my editing uh, so much harder. So. Don't edit that out, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what, what I'm trying to say is this: um, height is a, is a physical manifestation of of a woman's position, but there is also the the element of where uh, a woman stands in life and and compared to to the guy. So um, the default is the guy is more successful. It, it's like the pilot dates the, 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 the cabin crew. It's never the other way around. That, 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 that story never happens. Not in Switzerland. No? Not in Switzerland, <laughs> especially. Um, and uh, I, had a, I had a friend um, when I lived in Bern. She was a lawyer, oh. very successful lawyer, couldn't get a fucking date because men were threatened. threatened. I'm sure. Can I have a number? <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's fucking fantastic. Like it, 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 it this 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 blows my mind. This blows my mind time wow. and time again. It's like, are we so fucking weak then? So we cannot deal with someone no. that that is uh, potentially um, or actually for real more successful than we are. I, I, is it all about that? So yeah. do we actually have to compare penises with someone that doesn't have a penis? That's strange. So my, some men experience that. My experience is more like, hopefully I find a successful, strong woman so I can be a stay-at-home dad. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I'm a stay-at-home well, no, I have a job as well, so I don't get to stay at home. <laughs> you don't want to do that shit. <laughs> no, but, but the uh, thing is, uh, I mean, I've said this before, but I grew up without a, without a dad. And so I didn't grow up with, I didn't grow up with all this like... Uh, uh, what was the thing you could, machismo bullshit yeah like man up and I didn't have any male stereotypes when I was a kid at all not even from wait, boarding wait, wait. school and now you're the biggest male stereotype <laughs> are you? am I? I don't, I don't know. know no you're not I, I'm not the, sensing I it. Think, I think actually I find that I, I, I mess with men's heads more than women because number one is I don't like men like to compete with each other it, like you go to work it's like you have like a i remember once uh, w at one place i worked we had a work day off and we went go-karting and the fucking amount of of dick comparison on and i'm just like the moment i encounter that with any men i'm just i check out immediately because i find it the most stupid ridiculous bullshit ever bring it bring it back to the sorry dude bring it back to the uh the the the, the question that we asked earlier I know that someone's referenced you as an emotional groper. Oh, yeah, I know the person. Is that linked to what this? What does that mean? It, as you would define it. So this... Okay, I'm not <laughs> going to name the person, but no, the, person is, the person is female. But I think that, in my opinion, is it has more to do with that person. But she said that I like to emotionally grope people. What does that mean? That... Uh, that it, I guess it means I like to get into people's heads. Okay. Uh, but what do you like to do when you're there? Nothing. Grope? <laughs> <laughs> Grab that <laughs> lobotomy and shake it I around. I also like to get in people's heads, but I don't know. It seems as if 
in an emotional groping phrase, there's some kind of abuse. No, I guess the it. thing is, what happens is, like, after I've done comedy, if I if I've had, if if I've been on stage, I'm psyched and I'm like all over the place. And then if you talk to me at that point, I get very quickly into uh, what might be called inappropriate conversation. But also, I think comedy is about the truth. Like, like one example uh, is after I'd, I'd done a set, there was a couple that came up and wanted to talk. And it, it was, uh, the basic dynamic was it was a very strong woman and a guy who was like kind of almost depressed. And, she, and I get talking to them and she's kind of, it comes out that she's kind of, She's a little bit flirty with me and she's a little bit like, yeah, my guy is kind of useless. Cause I, and I get talking to him, he's, he's Romanian. She lives in Zurich, also Romanian. And he, but he stayed there, although she's given him the option to come over. And she's basically complaining in front of a stranger, me, that he's a pussy. And I get talking to the guy and it's just like, this is a guy who's going through a period of his life where he's, he's, kind of figuring shit out and then and she is basically too powerful for him and then i try to explain something she interrupts me and i'm like i see what you're dealing with so this woman is a terrorist and and her whole attitude and but in a way it was a weird dichotomy on the one level she was calling for this guy to to man up but on the other level like she's a very powerful person herself um, but the conversation we had was probably, it brought up stuff in their relationship, which was extremely intimate for a completely strange conversation. And that's what gets called emotional groping is that I, in that state, I will go straight I, because you, with comedy, you can see shit. You can see what's going on with people. You're at an amped level and you just get straight to a point. And yeah. I mean, I, I am very similar without comedy. I can very quickly read people. Um, I think the difference may be the way we were brought up in that I never, I never go on attack. I just push. And Swiss people actually think it's attack when I a push. It's, it, I was so, yep. no, but that's separate. Yep. That's separate. But I, uh, in terms of people who I might actually be able to have a, my version of a normal conversation, um, I don't. I wouldn't say someone's a terrorist. I'd say. I can see that you don't deal with that well. Do you know what I mean? You, you, your approach would make any woman feel like, oh fuck, because I'm strong, I'm a terrorist. Because I, and even though I, I agree that if she's overpowering him and using her power for her own strength and it isn't fair or it doesn't feel right, um, if another man points that out, it's really hard for her to hear. There's no point in it. There's no space for her to learn. And what's that conversation about? Yeah, true. I mean, at one level, it's my ego's involved there. I'm fucking around. It's after comedy, and I'm trying to say something Fair. shocking. Uh, I mean, in a certain level, this woman was abusing this guy. Like, so, uh, kind of, there was a, what I saw was a level of kind of psychological abuse. Is that on the one level, she's going, man the motherfucker up, but by the way, I'm not going to let you do it. And... Uh, yeah, this and guy had You no defended him. Kind of, yeah. I kind of said, like, I kind of said, dude, this, do this. But and I feel like more importantly than telling her that she's a terrorist to say, like, hold on, what do you want to say? Do you know what I mean? As opposed to, like, pointing a finger at the woman in that moment. What does it look like if you just be like, 
wait a second. He was trying to say something. And you cut him well, off. Well, actually, I was trying to say something. Oh, you were I was cut telling, off. Actually, I was telling a joke, and nothing gets me more <laughs> if someone interrupts a joke. And the funny thing is, is, is from the shock of being called a terrorist, she quickly started laughing. And... All right, different dynamic. You so changed yeah, the pace. It wasn't... I wasn't calling her a terrorist. And Was it a power move? I guess, maybe. Yeah. And when women are called out for being strong, that power move is can be good, bad, or ugly, and mostly unfortunate. I'm not saying that she wasn't abusing her power. I'm I saying mean, that when a man calls a woman out for being powerful, there are different repercussions beyond her being a dick. It's also silencing. Okay, I'm. I, I got <laughs> lost. <laughs> I'm too. I'm too simple a creature for no, that whole not. argument. But can we? We actually haven't talked at all about canceling, which I think okay. is important. Let's. First yeah, of all, let's I like the way I like the way you use the word "dick" to describe all people. Because I use oh the God, word. She just took over the whole podcast there, <laughs> <laughs> and so she should. She's a powerful woman. She's, Harry. she's a powerful woman. <laughs> you want to call me a terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking podcast terrorist! No, you're taking over. But let's let's talk about let's cancel culture. Let's take this plane be, and ram it right into some Swiss tall building. There aren't any. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, wait, there is one. It's called the hard one. It's the fucking. Have you seen the thing? At <laughs> and it's hard number one. <laughs> it's literally fucking a penis. The phallic world can never end. Oh god, it's the it's no, the penis of Switzerland. Let's talk about cancel culture, though, because I, I think th this this is super prevalent right now. This is where we're at. So we we have a very um, we have to make a decision as a society right now if if it's cal cancel culture or if we allow each other to actually fucking grow. Mm -hmm. And did, did, did there is it's tribalism. Cancel culture is actually tribalism to a certain extent, isn't it? I feel like there's a big gray area here because, like, as a society, we haven't distinguished between these issues. You know, if a man like. Chris Daly, I don't think he ever slept with an underage girl. I think everything he did was legal above board. And that doesn't even matter if he did or he didn't. It would be, it's gross either way. The, the you think it's gross, but in terms of a legal system, it's legal. Wait. You know what I mean? I, I, I think I'm not agreeing with anything. I'm like, if he wants to sleep with young, you know, ew, fucking weird. No. It's got a weird vibe to it. It's to say that the only abuse of power comes in the sexual way as opposed to um, the advances and normalizing some kind of dynamic that comes from a, a, a full grown adult speaking to a child. I don't think that that is There's healthy in general. There's a power dynamic there as well as his fame on top of it. Yeah, so you know? I'm saying it. If he acted on it or if he was building up towards that act through communication, I think that normalizes something that we don't want normalized. I think it's interesting because in every relationship, whether it's professional, romantic, whatever, there's always a power dynamic. And in these cases, it's more extreme because so, of the, the age difference, because of power difference in terms of, you know, even in like a normal relationship where someone's more economically successful, there's a power dynamic there. That's happening, but I think the the thing is that like specifically Chris Talia, So everything I know about him is is blurred through the lens of media. But my gut feeling from seeing his reaction or lack of is that he personally does not feel comfortable with what he's done, 
and like like in my own case and you know people know me for being edgy I, there is nothing that i can't stand up for in my life like like everything i've done and i've had to do difficult things there's nothing where i wouldn't go back and say here's why i did it and i'm not i don't uh i'm not ashamed of talking about it but I, I think it's okay to be ashamed about something if you or, learn from it. Or, or even I that. I don't want to shame anyone it, who fucked up. Because that's the whole Chris point Delia's of cancel culture. And I think Chris going through that, maybe. But well, hopefully. There's this other guy called Joey Diaz who is, is if you watch his stuff, I mean, he's, he's a real criminal. He's been in prison. There's, uh, he's put someone in the trunk of a car. And he talks about some of his sexual encounters with women. And they are fucked up. But... At the same point, he, what's amazing about him is there is a love in what he says for all people. May I ask and you where he's from? Uh, he's uh, from L.A. He's Hispanic. So I just want to say, uh, like, get it on the record, is that being a criminal or felon in America should not be a distinguishing factor because we... Uh, Everyone. We <laughs> half, half the country's been because in prison. if you're telling me that he did some really fucked up shit, that's one thing. If you're telling me he's been to prison or he's a felon, I want to know why, and I don't think that it's default uh, cancel moment. Well, I get... Okay, I mean, you have to check this guy out, but he's... He's... Uh, he's done... He's definitely done a lot of fucked up shit, but all the fucked up shit he's done is transparent, I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's nothing, and and this is a weird thing about the cancel culture, is that the people, there have been people who've, like Ricky Gervais, he's, there's no sexual stories about him, but he's been attacked for some of the things he said, and he just owns it. He says, he just makes fun of people that make that. That's, that's kind of like speaking honesty and truth to power. In a way, yeah. If you haven't done anything bad or anything that you regret as a normal, as a good person, so you the, would never have to justify so it. So the point is hiding. Like, or Joey Diaz has done some despicable things, but he he. It's about growing, not not being open. I think it's about being open to being wrong. I think men have a really hard time with being wrong and admitting that they were wrong. And the best change in culture is to be like, "Cool, I fucked up." You're right. I would like to learn. Where can I learn? And let me show up again better. I don't think it has to do with being like, cool, I fucked up. No big deal. But isn't that like part of the American throwaway culture? Like somebody fucks up, you're like, cool, done, canceled, finished. No, that's I, it. Move I, on. You kind of like release them. I'm not sure that that's an American thing. I think that no. has to do with a reaction to a moment. I think that as time moves on, everyone wants to find a more effective way. If you cancel someone, they have no space to grow, right? But, but we have a tendency, and, and this is not uh, something particular to the American experience. I think w we have this in Europe as well. Um, there, there is a, a problem, or, or there is a problematic attitude to saying sorry. We, we, are, we are not saying sorry. We are never saying sorry. We are not kind of admitting uh, wrongdoing. We kind of go on the defensive. Yeah. Quite That's a quickly. cultural thing as well, especially. I think it is a cultural yeah. thing. I think it's a male cultural thing. It's yep. Not necessarily yeah, yeah. male culture, because I know there are cultures out there that, where, this is a kind of a defense in the Afrikaans culture as well. Like I mentioned earlier, they were more aggressively sexual. When somebody does kind of cross the line, and there are kind of clear standards of that, other men will call them out and be very aggressively violent towards that person, 
immediately. Right. You know, so that their culture is like, okay, this person did something bad. We all agree, you know, th- we'll act on that. Mm-hmm. And they call it out, which is something I respect. It's something that doesn't happen here no. very much. No, we don't call out people and um, we... <laughs> Lots of excuses. <laughs> they're, they're, oh my god, it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> go go to the banking system. It's it's fucking brilliant. Like, um, this this is this is my my background. I have never heard anyone in finance to apologizing to what happened in two thousand and eight. No one was ever um, taken to court. <laughs> no one was ever properly uh, put in prison for whatever happened, except for one guy, Madoff, who clearly was a criminal, but he was one guy out of a hundred was he Albanian? no he was a Jew um, no oh you don't know Madoff he made off with all the money you don't know about this that's he, funny that's I mean he was made the scapegoat for the whole thing yeah. no but th- this is the that's thing. the pro- I think that's the same thing with rape culture as well if you think about Harvey Weinstein everyone around him supported and covered every single sexual assault that he committed and it has nothing to do with being like this individual needs to go to prison it has to do with what world do we live in that an entire system fuck that guy (laughs) that an entire system (laughs) supports a sexual predator and I think that's what we are doing right now as a society. We are finding the one scapegoat and then basically wash our hands and, oh, no, it, it's all done now. So we, we fixed it. We fixed the problem. We found the fuckhead. And now we are all good. I don't think this is working. We we have to realize. But it's the first step. It, of course. No, no, no. Don't, don't get me wrong. He should be in prison. He's a fuckhead. No, but I think we have to see. I think a lot of people are reacting to the current environment. They're saying, "Oh God, the feminists are going overboard. We're go, we're we're canceling people. It's too much. It's a reaction." And I think it will dull down, and we'll find a way for accountability. And part of that accountability has to do with a system. I think we have to be patient with a a system that has put women at a disadvantage for the entirety of human existence, and just say, "Okay, maybe there was a bit." too much maybe we threw one person overboard maybe we canceled people too quickly maybe we canceled people at all and that wasn't fair so i'm going to throw a curveball on this uh, i think um and you can maybe you'll tell me i'm completely wrong but i mean the one thing is is like is like uh as men we get celebrated for how much sex we have yeah and to me the weinstein story is a it, i mean it's way more complicated than that but at some level how he got away with it is like this is what a successful man does he has a lot of sex he whatever but he, he, at a school level he had female or, assistants i don't i don't really think they were celebrating him they were supporting him in yeah, his sexual they were, harassment they were, they were benefiting from it and and somehow normalizing yeah and and the thing is is like if you're a guy if you're like 23 and you sleep around a lot your bros are your friends are like yo bro yeah and you tell stories and 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 i think also at some level maybe women tolerate that maybe amongst women they'll be like but avoid that guy because he's a he's (laughs) just trying to sleep with everyone the flip side is is that is women aren't allowed to do that, or at least still in Switzerland. Yeah. In New York. No, everyone. And I have to say in New York, this is a huge difference. Slut shaming is something that is not tolerated it's in over. the spaces that I know. I think that's great. And I don't when I've come here, um, I haven't 
I haven't felt that slut shaming was even a phrase that people knew about or that no. they would condone. Oh, oh I can <laughs> yes. tell you. So at school, so I heard a story recently. Uh, someone sent their kid, their, their daughter came home from school and said, yeah, heute haben wir Tussi Alarm in the Schule gespielt. Tussi Alarm. Yeah, yeah, weiß ich was ist. Tussi is is the German for slut, I guess. Tussi is more no no. It's no, like no, fancy no, girl. Slut. She like wears a lot of makeup. She's very petite. She's chaff. like prissy bitch. Yeah, and so eight year olds are playing Tussi Alarm. Is who which of the girls is the biggest Tussi? And then all the rest go, eh, you're the Tussi. And then and they don't even understand what the fuck is going on. It's female standards. Yeah. is what was happening. But it's and that is fucked up. And and, and a different story is a very uh, attractive lady I know was complaining to me about the fact that she basically can't have friends with women. Because there's so much fucking shit going on uh, that she'd rather spend time with men. And and that whole dynamic is, to me... Unfortunate. Yeah. Is, uh, is slut-shaming something that's particular happening uh, uh, amongst the female experience? So, say, for example, like... I, I don't know, like, guys can be intimidated by this, but if, if a guy is intimidated by uh, how many sexual partners the girl had he's a fuckhead and he shouldn't be slept with in the first place um but is i think women amongst each other and you have the experience there um i think that's more ruthless even okay so i don't want to talk about something that based on my experience i don't have i am very particular with the people i'm friends with and as soon as i see something as a trait of being self-loathing or female loathing or uh, in general problematic, I, I am not friends with them. So I do think that women deal with that. I choose actively not to. And I right. do think that women internalize that a lot. And I do think that has to do with a dynamic that's not male imposed. It's, I mean, I live with someone whose mother talks about, you know, like how to be a woman and how to be sort of, unattainable and then sometimes attainable when it is correct and i thought that was insane but of course i'm living with swiss people i'm living with <laughs> that is fascinating it's ridiculous <laughs> and can, can you just quickly give us a summary of when you should be attainable i don't know not? my mother's lesbian so <laughs> no it's, but it's a, why why I, uh, I quite honestly don't think i have the authority or the experience in my yeah. in my adult life to speak to women being horrible, but I mean, if you watch reality TV shows, of course they shame the woman and not the man. Do you know, like, that's but, as best I can do. So it, it's something that is internalized in, in, in society. It, of course, it's because totally men judge you so quickly and women and your mother says so and the only way you're going to get a husband and blah, blah, bullshit, bullshit. But why do we, okay, this, this, this brings out a completely different thing here. So the, the whole uh, striving towards uh, marriage anyway, I, I think in Switzerland is still very strong, for example. Mm. I think that people get married less yes, than Americans here. You reckon? Absolutely. Americans what? get married very quickly and early. Small town, yeah, small town America. No, all of my siblings have been married twice well, even in one, like, only one of them's divorced out of the four yeah. uh whatever but even in the bigger cities like new york la and stuff. three of them are from philadelphia and one of them lives in new york so i'm not talking about rural america um, america america and so there's a there's quite a culture around that and there's also a bit of it that has to do <laughs> with um 
naturalizing a foreigner to give them uh so one of my mm. one of my oh, so, no uh, but that's beautiful no and i'm i'm pro <laughs> that and i would give that to any of my friends <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that I I'm think Swiss people. A green card. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get married, boo? Yes, yes. <laughs> so when, when they're right, it's I like, do. So Miriam, you've got a week to get married. <laughs> it's like, I got arrived. two passports. What up? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, that is that is a hot. Would do you, you have a do you have an Instagram account you want to share? Get Absolutely not. No, okay. uh, no, no, but unless I, you're rocking a mullet and tattoos or something. My experience is that Swiss people have kids quicker than my experience in New York because people don't move to New York to have kids. They move to New York for... They uh, move to uh, Connecticut to have kids and then they're fucking made or whatever. Oh, yeah, they already <laughs> did that. No, for the most part, they move to New York for their career. Um, but I know a lot of people who've been married um, and they have kids later. And here, I experience a lot of young, hot people having kids and not married yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what the fixation is around marriage. I personally... Uh, won't get married, but I yeah, think I'm an anomaly. Don't. It's don't a big mistake. You're talking to two <laughs> two divorcees here. Um, Ooh, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the marriage thing. <laughs> I've yet to get a hard on, so I don't think I'll get married. <laughs> 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 You, you can't get yeah. married with a limp dick. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally it's fine. And that's usually quite a successful oh, marriage, asset. I would assume. <laughs> that's actually a nullification. Actually, here's a, here's a funny thing. is that I think it was only a few years ago in Switzerland that men couldn't cancel a marriage if their wife wasn't sleeping with them at least once a month or something like that. Wait, what? An actual law? No, that there was there was a law. Wait, yeah. so, wait, what? If the woman, if a wife wasn't sleeping with a man you at could, least once a month, you could have nullification for lack of Are sexual encounters. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that still a thing? And, oh, yeah. No, we, we, wow, we, this it, is the greatest country in the world. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I also, I have a similar a thing. I have a thing also for um, in Israel. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will story. I will bring it up. Uh, you have to. It's called a get, which is why it's kind of confusing when you say it. you have to get a get. So if you get married, first of all, in Israel, you can't marry anyone who d isn't the same religion, which is absurd. But if you do marry a Jewish person as a Jew, you need the male. If it is a, I, th I actually don't think they can do gay marriage there. Um, you need the male to give you a get in order for you to get officially married, D uh, divorced. Sorry. So this is a paper that says I'm going to divorce him. Oh. Men do not give that until they find the next woman. So this woman is not acceptable in mm. the in. The, and I'm talking not about uh, the liberal people. I'm talking about um, Hasidic folk. They cannot remarry. They cannot get a job they cannot do anything for the most part because they have not been educated to do so until they get a get and the man won't do that until they find a new woman so this sounds a lot like this ridiculous oh, the, the, bullshit the, the, there's the <laughs> there's a, there's an element there it, it, it's basically a patriarchal power play oh, wow. and the Sorry. stuff I, the <laughs> this stuff i've seen here and the the filter we get from what's coming from america is like it's even more fucked up but there's actually been some things you said like like that you've managed to basically end slut shaming is fantastic because uh new york, new york should be its own country 100 percent. yeah so and, should california and yeah yeah and the, and the <laughs> thing and so i forgot what the point was no you're saying um uh, optimism yeah that that gives me some optimism because because it tells me that that that's to me going in the right direction that yeah i believe that there's a lot of space i've 
I've spent the last, I think, five years or so. I remember when I said I'm not a feminist. It's a long story why I thought I wasn't one. And I kind of want to tell it just briefly. Go, go Can on. Can I tell you about go on. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I went to a very uh, political university and was... Can I ask you where you studied? Yeah, I went to the New School. So Eugene Lang, the New School, uh, New School for Liberal Arts. This is where like Hannah Arendt came after the war to teach critical theory. This is a space of occupation and and a lot of political thought. So that's where I came to. Like I was, I, I showed up at. Did 19. you read a lot of Marx? Uh, we read a little Marx. I mean, we all read Marx, but like we also read a. A lot of Foucault and a lot of Derrida, and we like we spent time thinking about critical theory, regardless of your major. They somehow figured it in. Um, but in that space, the first couple of years, I didn't consider myself a feminist. I'll explain that as um, being in an anarchist space. There had been history in the anarchist New York world where uh, there was a sexual assault that existed. There was a sexual assault that happened. And um, I had not lived in New York at the time, but we all have heard of it. It was almost historic at that point. And- um, Do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, no, I will tell you, even though I've only met one of them briefly and the other one escaped to Berlin. Um, basically two people got drunk. Um, and there wasn't any clear line in the moment, but obviously we know that when two people are drunk, it's hard to give consent. And no one but those two people were there, and there and sex happened. So nothing was called out at the time, and later on there was a circumstance where there's some kind of accountability where the woman who was involved in the interaction said that she'd experienced something. and. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to state this now. I've only heard it from the people who supported the man. So I actually don't know the perspective of those who um, are her friend. And I really want to say that because that's important. Um, but he came up to her at the end of that situation and said, holy shit, was that me that you were talking about? I want to do some kind of accountability process because anarchists don't believe in cop uh, interaction. We don't believe in... Um, arrests, it's not as if a, an American arrest or imprisonment will better you in any way. And so an accountability process is how we deal with it. So it means you sit down, you really talk through what you did. What does it mean to have ignored consent or to have ignored the person's needs or wants, right? So the pers perspective that I've heard is that he said, I want to do that. And she was like, okay. So the people who were going to be part of the accountability process, which is usually like a circle of people and chatting, um, said, make sure no one is at home. We're going to come and we're going to have this conversation with you. And he had a couple roommates, so they left. All right, fine. What I then know is that they sh the couple women showed up with uh, ski masks and beat him with bats. And he ended up in the hospital. Wow which is horrendous, it's absolutely horrendous. Um, especially with someone who is open and willing to challenge their own, whatever, preconceptions of consent. And so as things went on, you know, the radical space in New York had a rift and people blocked them from coming back and just explaining why they beat him. And there, there was, a, basically it broke the anarchist scene for a couple of years. Um, 
And in the end, what is what does it mean to be a feminist? Because these were these radical feminists. And so when I was in New York in the middle of Occupy Wall Street and was radical as fuck, I would I didn't call myself a feminist and my friend slowly walked me through it. The reason why I didn't want to be called a feminist is because these women went too far. You didn't want to associate with that behavior. I didn't want to associate behavior. with that. And so I almost understand these Swiss men who are like, I'm not a feminist because what do you mean by that? Like, mm. should we all beat each other with baseball bats because of something? And of course not. That isn't a way of understanding. Violence doesn't bring great understanding. And my friend's like, yes, but you actually do believe in equality in genders. And I was like, you're right. And she's like, maybe this is okay. And I was like, you're right. I am a feminist. It's unfortunate that we have this baggage. But I also totally understand when power goes unchecked so long that your reaction is as blind and as testosterone filled as your rugby reaction. Because it's just how much do I have to go through? Yeah. And I don't think it's right, but I also have an empathy for it. Mm. I don't like it, and I don't believe that that man should have been beaten it's at a all. It's a straw that broke the camel's back, basically. So, so obviously, I'm a feminist, but I get mm. it. I think mm. it's hard to know what where's the line, and also to know where is an emotional human reaction. Can you explain that last point? Where is it the cancel culture? Because we just can't right now hear the voice of someone who's crossed that line. And how much time do we need to sit down and have a reasonable conversation where that person is open and willing to change? Yeah. I think it takes a second. So 2016, cancel, cancel, cancel. No big deal. It's 2020. Obviously, shit's a bit crazy and unrelated, but... Do we have space to have a good conversation? Do we have a space to, do we have people who are ready to have the conversation with someone who may be obtuse and difficult to deal with, but still interested in learning? That's a really good point. No, I don't think we are. I think we need some we're, time. We're now in a, a men fight backstage. It's an unfortunate stage. Actually, I would like to dissect this. And um, for, for that, I think we're going we're gonna to close this episode now. And we're going to throw over to um, the next episode when we're going to talk a little bit more about how we can create that sort of space. So, um, you guys, this I has do, been lovely. Wait, wait, can I just Go ask on. one last question? So, you're an anarchist as well. That was the... <laughs> Are you an anarchist? This is fascinating. I believe that autonomy is the most important thing. And if you infringe upon my autonomy, then I'm not allowed to be autonomous. That is kind of at the base Okay. anarchism i don't know if i even feel comfortable what, what is it politically to associate it's bullshit right now because it's so polarizing i, mean, I, I know more about anarchism than just like anarchists because uh, most people just like anarchists are it's a joke term yeah and uh you know if you actually dig a little bit and i haven't dug much but like robespierre or whatever this movement is much more than um just smash all the mcdonald's no, it's and not that at all. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah. But you're, but you're also... I you're would say saying that I, 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 you, I don't you like you to characterize myself. Okay. But I absolutely believe in many things that anarchists believe in. Okay. Mm. That's cool. Thank you. And in uh, that note, fuck this podcast, fuck everything, nothing is real. Fuck fuck police. Can police. we make some final dick joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> 
<laughs> it's tough after that, man. It's tough. Dicks aren't real either. <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> there are a lot of shriveled dicks right now. <laughs> they they appear only every four years. <laughs> We've had some dick explaining. Yeah, they they win an election and then you know Miriam gets upset and fight the power. Can I, can I just say? Apparently, Donald Trump has a mushroom dick. That's, that's so. There's actually I've heard there's six types of dicks. There's like, and I, I saw a oh graphic God. of this. So it's like, <laughs> what you got against mushroom dicks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Dean! We got you. Should have shut up. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with my dick shape. <laughs> but the thing is, like, like you, you're famous for your bananas. I, I'd assumed it was banana. It was one of those ones that points up. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, if I lie on my side, it points like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I mean, we need to look this up. But there's apparently so you got the grows and showers. That's one breakdown. But you've also got six ca- six basic shapes. And you've got like I feel like I've, I, I yeah go ahead I think <laughs> you've, you've seen you've, you've seen, seen them all I, I've seen a few dicks go ahead have, do you do you do you have the whole six like in no the no I want to know how you characterize them I, I I'm just trying to remember there's there's the pencil dick <laughs> there's the uh, there's the short fat and stumpy dick yeah yeah chode <laughs> the chode dick okay and then there's the mushroom dick where it's like it's it kind of bulges at the top you've got Banana dick, banana dick. There you go. You've got you've got just the straight out dick, like average dick. What is an average dick? I think that's unfair because all the men what who don't have it feel bad. What is an average dick? <laughs> what is an average dick? <laughs> I thought we <laughs> talked about not shaming men for their penises. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> precursor what I'm about to say with with. I've had in my life one gay encounter. Ooh. I want to hear all about it. And it involved a banana dick. And I didn't even know that was a thing. But it's not me, for the record. And I was like, how does that... And Although I, I was be. like, how yeah. does that even work? <laughs> like, because I, I have the average dick, I've been told. So it's not too long, it's not too short. It Five goes to seven in inches and generally straight. Yeah, and it goes straight. Sorry, and do I, you know I, what an average dick is? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought all dicks were <laughs> like fucking that. hypocrite. And yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What is a banana dick? So banana, let, me, let me show you guys. <laughs> it, it, it curves. So And usually it curves up. So it doesn't go straight out. It goes up towards the belly button. <laughs> and for me, mine's like pointing my in the one direction dick of the <laughs> Wait, did, did you get penetrated? Uh, no. Why would that matter? Just for the interest's sake. Like, I don't know. J- just for shits and giggles. <laughs> did you penetrate? I'm not hey? sure this is, this is no longer the shits and giggles. Like, I'm now, no, I'm going to stop this story. <laughs> we're we're, we're <laughs> no, going to part two. The short version is no, I didn't, but I'm not going to say anything else about what happened there. <sighs> but. Not uh, on except, mic. except, mm, yeah, we can do that off the record. Cool, guys. You fucking started this. Okay. <laughs> Very <laughs> interesting episode. Uh, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, stick around for the second one. Stick around for the second one. It's going to come uh, next week. Um, before that, so um, this is going to come out um, Monday in a week's time. Yeah. Time doesn't matter. This is a fucking podcast, so you can listen to it whenever. Flat but circle. Have we checked our? Have we checked our email? 
Yes, we have checked our email. No one. Nothing. No. <laughs> Guys, if you want to talk yeah. about stuff. We, but that's because Christian announces. <laughs> right. So it, tell us again. In Bushtabian, wow. Christian. Do, do you really want to go there? Yeah. I'm going to go full pilot on you for a second. Okay. So, guys, we have a email address. And the, e the email address is... Um, I'm going to cut this together. It's dxycpod at gmail.com. That's <laughs> Tanko Hotel, Echo, X-Ray, oh Yankee Zulu. <laughs> Let me say it in normal English. Can you do that? The XYZ Can you do podcast. that a bit more piloty? All right. <laughs> and your weather today. You're, you're coming into to, to Geneva Airport. Tango, Hotel, Echo, X-Ray, Yankee, Zulu, Papa, Oscar, Delta. <laughs> Miriam's a Yankee. Were the Yankees like, oh, okay, no. We no, we're going to go. In, no, okay. <laughs> the xycpod at gmail.com. Um, you can write in if you have anything that you want to talk about. And you can also, what is it, XYZ Podcast on Instagram? Yeah, at XYZ Podcast. And uh, you can DM that. DM us. I'll, if I'm you in DM that. that, you get to Dean. If you send an email, you get to Christian. And they kept me away from everything. Yeah, so. I do not do yes, dick pics. So all hate mail to Harry, um, directed to the email address, please. <laughs> cool, guys. Yeah, Spotify Weekly. Um, look forward to the next episode. Miriam's going to be here um, for a while. On stage in the next couple of weeks. Ha um, Harry, what do you got on? Uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully another rooftop comedy and rooftop comedy Wednesday at the Totois Bar. Yeah, by Long Sosa. Cool. Miriam's coming, apparently. And coming? Yeah, coming. then the I forget what else. I've got a lot going on that otherwise, but there's a Contiki. Get to Contiki. Contiki every Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Uh, get your tickets early. They are selling out pretty quick, actually. Cool beans. And then anything from Comedy Swiss, we will be back in July um, at Comedy House, hopefully, with another show. Um, the show this week actually was uh, super cool. We had um, 50, 55 people um, coming to that show. We hope for more <laughs> in, in, in July. Stay tuned. We're going to keep you abreast of anything that is happening. Last thing, uh, big up to our sponsors, American Spirit. Uh, Blue True Viagra and General Misogyny. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate the support. <laughs> oh, shit. I want to be sponsored by BlueChew.com. Seriously, I really want to be sponsored by BlueChew.com. We, we need it. Keep the banana dicks alive. <laughs> and, and also a big thank you to Miriam, who's treated this with big yeah, humor. Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> respect to you. Strong, strong is, voice. Is, is there anything that you're sponsored by that you want to mention at this point? Vaginal rejuvenation, Thank general you. space <laughs> for um, slutty, slutty ladies. Oh my God. Is that the, the <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow thing with the jade? No, hers is mostly Vagina about, candles. Like, uh, I think vagina candles? <laughs> Sorry, vagina candles. <laughs> the vagina candles are fucking fantastic. Uh, uh, I have that I'm home. I thought uh, she had more colon experience. I didn't really know about Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, is she all about the colon? <laughs> uh, she does a lot with the colon. Uh, yeah. That's fucked up. No, um, it's not. <laughs> Support every kink. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we end this Concept. episode. All right. Support every kink. Thank you guys. Thank See you, you guys very much. Bye.